a long time ago. It's the ship that made the castle run in less than 12 parts and the great disturbance of the force. I told you she would never partially betray the rebellion. That's no move. Caught in a trap and it's pulling us in. Adapted from the original Rough Draft screenplay by George Lucas, The Star Wars! General Darth Vader and his Imperial forces have invaded Aqualai, but the planet won't be theirs until he captures Princess Leia, who, along with her two young brothers, is protected by a legendary Jedi General, Luke Skywalker. At the Gordon spaceport, with the help of Aurelian smuggler Han Solo and young Padawan Anakin Starkiller, plans are made to escape Aqualai, disguised as the crew of a Baltarian freighter. To hide their presence from the Empire, Leia's brothers are placed in suspended animation inside shielded containers made possible only by the sacrifice of Anakin's dying father. But Prince Valorum, a Knight of the Sith and a sworn enemy of the Jedi, is aware of Skywalker's every move. And thus begins the Star Wars issue number five. Writer, Jonathan W. Rinsler. Penciler, Mike Mayhew. Colorist, Rain Barreto. And our cover artist is Nick Runge and Dave Wilkins providing the variant cover. This was originally published by Dark Horse Comics on February 5th, 2014. This issue, number five, begins on that spaceport in Gordon. And our heroes being trapped, they are quickly identified. And the Sith Knight is able to get General Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Anakin Starkiller, and Han Solo. They are bound in cuffs, the Gordon spaceport, where they must plan a harrowing escape. They proceed to cut down stormtroopers utilizing their lightsabers. They're able to free everyone. And what ensues is a fast and furious pursuit on board this Gordon spaceport. They are going from passageway to passageway, shooting with blasters, utilizing their lightsabers. And it is just a lot of fast and furious fun. They're able to escape the Gordon spaceport, parts of the spaceport that look an awful lot like the interior of what we're used to seeing on an Imperial Star Cruiser. These passageways look really, really familiar in shape and design. I could imagine Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Han and everyone from that original Star Wars movie moving around this spaceport facility, figuring they're on the Death Star. So what's great is the visual beats are there by the art team to make this most enjoyable. The crew here of escapees with Princess Leia and General... Luke Skywalker and Anakin Starkiller and Han Solo are able to get quickly on board that freighter and begin to escape out of the starport. This freighter looks more like the escape freighter that we're used to seeing in the opening scene of 
A New Hope. This is not a freighter similar to the Millennium Falcon, a smuggler ship. This looks more in the design of what we're used to seeing there as far as a rebel ship is concerned. What's really cool in one of these panels is when Anakin Starkiller fires up the engines, he absolutely roasts several stormtroopers and immediately out of the Sith Knight is a call to fall back. They're going to blast their way out. And indeed they do. They blast their way out of the starport and are frantically trying to escape the clutches of the Imperials who are in hot pursuit. We're left with our last panel being TIE fighters coming in fast and, Sir, we've almost arrived at our desired coordinates. I've got to signal I'm on target. That's what's wrong. What's the general waiting for? Anakin, you've got to hold for Skywalker signal. But they're blasting us to bits. And in this last panel, we have three TIE fighters just laying into this freighter. And the design of the freighter is quite interesting. It's a hybrid model between, like I mentioned before, uh, almost like a hammerhead Corsair. And there's these solar panels, very similar to what we would see in the prequels to help out ships and when they're deployed to get energy off of star, solar energy, cosmic energy to help fuel the ship. I almost think they're like solar skimmers of sorts. And we are left again with a cliffhanger. Next, Wookiee Madness. This issue is a fast read. It is pure action from the jump. What starts out as our crew trying to get off of the planet there at that space station at the Gordon spaceport, the security clearance area, they are made out and then chase and pursuit ensues. And this Sith Knight, I've been authorized to accept payment on behalf of the Chrome Company Corporation, will be departing shortly. Han, we have a Sith Knight in front of us and four troopers behind. And very quickly, they're engulfed, they're made out. This chamber is sealed. Don't force me to release the gas. Very fast, you see that this Sith Knight is able to overpower both General Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Matter of fact, he says, General, please explain to your soldier that the rest of your party is at my mercy. You heard him. The others are prisoners by now. The Sith are invulnerable to this Jai gas, and we're not. So this was all an elaborate plan by this Sith Knight to entrap General Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Anakin Starkiller, and the whole group there at the starport. And from there, it's a breakout and a hot pursuit. From an execution standpoint, you couldn't ask for much more of a comic book issue to keep your interest. The illustrations are spectacular. They're near photorealistic and incredible CGI, or I should say in enhanced computer illustrations. I'm saying CGI because I can't help but think at the time 
with the prequels coming up that LucasArts was assisting here in anything and everything to make this comic book stand out and really get the visual interest of the reader. And from that standpoint, it's absolutely exquisite. Beautiful. Not not a panel is wasted here as far as storytelling is concerned. I think the dialogue is kept to an effective minimum, meaning just enough to get the ideas across between characters, but not so much exposition that it muddles or puts the illustrations to the back of the page. Far from it. The illustrative work is front and center. It's gorgeous. And I'm really looking forward to the next installment of The Star Wars, Wookiee Madness. Obi-Wan, take us out. Your destiny lies above a different path from mine. The Force will be with you, always. This Marvel Legends comic book series is dedicated in loving memory of Charles Lippincott, who George Lucas hired in late 1975 to join the first Star Wars production as Vice President of Advertising, Publicity, Promotion, and Merchandising. To quote George, Charlie was one of the founding pillars of the Star Wars films and phenomenon. He began in earnest the concept of licensing motion pictures at a time when only other company doing so was Disney. Charlie was the one who said early on that we can make this work, and was the first person to both develop Star Wars licensing and engage with the fans. He had insights into marketing and public relations that were truly unparalleled, and prime example of that is San Diego Comic-Con today. Charlie is widely credited for setting the trajectory of Star Wars fandom with his grassroots-style convention presentations beginning in 1976, well before the release of the first film. Those early appearances included Mark Hamill, who accompanied Charlie on a promotional tour for Star Wars, this barnstorming of conventions celebrating science fiction, fantasy, and comic books resulted in movie theaters welcoming large crowds of fans on Star Wars opening day, due in large part to Charlie's early promotional efforts. In addition, Charlie sought out the very first comic book and toy deals with Marvel and Kenner, now Hasbro, respectively, two iconic legacies that continue to this day. Thank you, Charlie, for Star Wars comics becoming a reality, and that's what this Legends series is all about. The Force will be with him always.